This is Four Girls, One Podcast. All right, Beth, watch the president. This is Kristen from Maine. I was hoping those butt cracks would be blooming. <laughs> Jamie from Kentucky. I don't think I've ever had a peach. So- Amber from Indiana. <laughs> I was a big liar when I was a kid. And Kat from Alberta. We're all here. <laughs> so uh, tonight we're talking about multi-level marketing and um, even some of our own experiences with these companies. Um, Kat, I have been, I was just talking to Jamie about listening to the dream podcast. I binged the whole thing in like a day and a half. Yes. And how that really kind of is a great place to start. If people want to know more about the history of MLMs. Oh yeah. For sure. We're also susceptible to them. I think mm-hmm. I um, was thinking about it and I was thinking, you know, like I grew up in new England and uh, like, you know, the, the Puritan like work so hard and you can achieve anything like American dream thought is so strong in my family and people in my family had businesses. And so to me, it was just like, Oh sweet. I can start a business for $200. That's amazing. <sighs> that's about as far as my thought process went with that I didn't even I don't know I mean like I generally think I'm right is the other Mm -hmm. thing (laughs) (laughs) so when other people are like you know it's a scam I'm like shut up hater they love to pull out that that um that part of you too you know like if you make it it's because of you but then right. on the flip side, if you don't make it, it's also only your fault. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we had this family. Um, I don't know if they're well known, but they were definitely like one of the top family groups in Amway, like around here. Yeah. And he was a doctor. And so they were pretty well off anyways. But you definitely knew that they were a part of Amway. And then I had like my mom, my friend's moms did Mary Kay and my mom had some friends at work who did Avon. So we always had like the Avon bubble bath, which I still love. Yeah. And skin so soft. We always had skin so soft. So I don't remember anyone like selling it, but I just remember it was always there. Yeah. Right. But then definitely once, uh, I had my kids and was home. Suddenly, MLMs were everywhere. Yeah, well, because the dream is to stay home and work and earn money, but be able to watch your kids, not have to pay for daycare, not have to pay for this. Right. Right, so that's that's how they get you. Well, do you want to talk about your experience, Kat? Sure. Okay, so mine started, um, I was pregnant. And I used Pampered Chef products. I had gone to um, a Pampered Chef party. And I signed up with them because I thought, well, why not? I like the product. I'll use the discount. And, you know, it'll be great. I signed up, got all my stuff, threw my party. (laughs) Nobody came. (laughs) (laughs) 
I had all this stuff ready. I was like, oh, oh okay. Um, so then I I set up a page and I kind of, and I, I was like, ah, forget it. You know what? I'm, I'm not doing this. Like nobody's buying. Because then at that time, so they have, uh, they had like the stoneware. But Sears started selling stoneware for oh, like yeah. half price. Yeah. So I'm like, nobody's coming to me for stoneware. Um, right. So yeah. So then uh, I, I got I got away from that, um, and it it just never occurred to me that it was it just, it never occurred to me what it was like. I, I just I just figured it's just not working for me. So whatever. Fast forward to I want to say about two years ago. I was using uh, essential oils, and I was using the brand Young Living. And I was buying it for my friends. So I thought, oh, you know what? I will, I'll go ahead and I'll, you know, I'll just get myself the starter kit because why not? I want the diffuser. I want all the oils. It's a good deal, right? It's a great deal. Yeah. Um, so, and then I figured, you know, like my friends would, they're going to buy oils. So I'll just reap the benefits of the discount. So... Talked to my husband. He said, yeah, go ahead. I was just getting ready, actually. Ah, no. Did I start that? I was starting, yeah. I was starting yoga. I was getting ready to go to, to yoga teacher training. So my plan was to use the money that I was going to make to pay for my, like, my yoga teaching school. Um, so I signed up, I think, in October, November. And then I sold one bottle of essential oils one to some to someone one bottle and the rest i bought myself the following month so they had this thing where if you if you you had to buy stuff that was a specific point of value so each month they would have a specific oil that was for a point value and then that point value went towards uh, your membership, your essential rewards. And then eventually you would earn enough to get a free diffuser. So I'm like, that sounds like a great deal. I want a free diffuser because, you know, why not? Right. Not realizing that I was spending $100 a month to earn the points towards this free diffuser. Now, if you go on Amazon, you can get a diffuser for $30. Yes. I did the math and I spent $300 and I still had to spend another $300 to get my diffuser. Oh, no. And I'm like, a $600 diffuser. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. So this this isn't right. This I, I no, okay. So I started to look into aromatherapy. I thought, okay, you know what? If I'm getting these essential oils, maybe I can start doing some aromatherapy and I can start learning a little bit and, and what have you. And I can use that towards my yoga practice. And I mean, a, a quick Google search into essential oils and it brings up a whole lot of information. The first thing I came across is a man named Robert Tisserand. 
he is kind of the he's he's the one who's who spearheaded essential oils basically um so smart so knowledgeable and the first thing he says is don't drink your oils don't drink your oils and i was reading that and i'm like don't drink your oils but young living tells you to drink your oils <gasps> right they're like they're therapeutic therapeutic grade they're and so the more the more research i did into essential oils and and what have you i realized well we shouldn't be ingesting these um and then it brought me more into gary young and i started to learn a lot about this man and how he has zero credentials he is somebody who um killed his son <gasps> what <Whatever>. yeah <laughs> Um, he, he, I didn't expect it. <laughs> and and Cat has a very you know calm and measured voice. So. <laughs> but yeah, killed his son. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Next. He, he had this belief system that he knew how to do a water birth because he believes that he's a doctor. Uh, so do I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor of Google. Right. But you know what? I still wouldn't lead a water birth. No. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he got uh, he got caught quite a few times. The second time he tried, so he the first child died. He tried to do it again, but <laughs> police intervened. So um, he got into some trouble. He got into some more trouble when he told he was telling people that he would cure them of their cancer, and <gasps> was taking their money. And he was doing this in Mexico. He was taking their money. Um, so the, the, the police ended up getting wind of this and what have you. And the reason he's in Utah and the reason a lot of MLMs are in Utah is because you specifically cannot have, oh, how is it? In order for you to, to sell, say, essential oils, you can actually not, they don't want you to be accredited. Which doesn't make any sense, but it, you can't say that you're a homeopathic doctor if you have a doctorate. And I might be getting it wrong, but I'm pretty sure that when I was reading the laws, like that's why they go to Utah. Really? Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense for somebody who's claiming to be a doctor to... <laughs> be practicing in a place where they say, well, no, you can't be a doctor and do this. Right. right. <laughs> and that's where, that's where a lot of these problems are coming, but nobody's really questioning it. That's strange. I don't know. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. There's so much, like, there's so much on this guy. And I mean, he, he died at the ripe old age of what, 67? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think he just died last year. 
doctor. <laughs> and he, you know what he did? His name is Donald Gary Young. But he it's took. Tom- <laughs> 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 he, um, he took the, the Donald off. So now he's just D Gary Young to give the impression that he's a doctor. <gasps> is he donald trump really <laughs> he's such a turd oh wow yeah so i lasted i lasted about three months with with young living and once i started reading that i was like yeah i'm out of here yeah um but you uh, got a sweet diffuser out of the deal. I got a sweet diffuser. Only oh, cost me two hundred dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Wow. Do you use yeah. it? Do you use your diffuser? I I do. I like the smell of essential oils. Yeah. Like I like you know when you. You put a few of them. Like I, I, I don't. I, I buy them now. I got a four pack from Costco for eighteen bucks. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, and then l- like learning what I have about essential oils from reading about them from the man who actually writes the book on essential oils. It, he's. I mean, that guy. He knows what he's talking. This is. He's kind of set the precedence of what essential oils are and, and i mean and if this guy is telling you please stop drinking your oils yeah. like you should probably listen to him <laughs> yes like i'm just i'm just saying like he's like done so him. much research i like him because it makes me feel witchy because i'll be like now <laughs> three o'clock of yeah. And I put him in the diffuser. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this recipe calls for patchouli. Yeah, yeah. not too much. See, and I love, like, I love patchouli. I love the smell of it. It smells so nice. I do too. I used to hate it, but I think yeah. that was my mother talking. I really <laughs> think that, like, my mother was like, hated patchouli, and right. then. I was like, I hate patchouli, even though I really didn't. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's so funny because when I was a part of Nerium, which is what I'm going to talk about, right. I we were always getting messages about, like, don't, like, screenshots of, like, people from Young Living or, um, what's the other one? Tender, tender, whatever. What's the other essential oils one? Young Living. Doterra. Doterra. Yeah, yeah. Doterra, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was tender farts, but I knew that wasn't it. <laughs> Doterra. And it would be like, this cures cancer. This will cure everything you've ever had happen to you. And, and you know, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> everything all... that's ever happened. <laughs> and we'd all be like, Oh, who would do that stuff? And then someone would send around a thing, be like, look at my amazing results. And, you know, it's like someone who's clearly had like a facelift. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'd all be like, wow, this stuff is amazing. I've done a few different MLMs in different, mostly, I think it's like 
baby related to pregnancy and new baby brain. Because <laughs> <You're right. laughs> in 2004-ish, I signed up to be a distributor for Mark, which was like a subsidiary of Avon that I think I saw advertised on Passions, that soap opera. Uh. <laughs> I'm not saying that my judgment is very good. Okay. You had to, you were supposed to like take the brochures around to your neighbors and leave them on their door. And I didn't want to do that. Uh. And, and then in 2005, I was pregnant with Olivia or maybe I just had her and I signed up as a rep for the body shop at home, which was apparently still a thing. And I think I spent $250 and it was like a huge case of um, body lotions and foot soaks and masks and stuff like that. I I think I might have sold a few things. I did a couple parties, but mostly I just used the products myself because I kind of got, you know, (laughs) it was, I was using that stuff for years and I loved it because I love the body shop. And then, but I never really did anything with it. And then, um. A few years later, two kids later, I lost a bunch of weight working out and using Power 90, P90 with Beachbody. And so I decided I should make some money. You know, I'm telling everyone to use P90 because I loved it so much. So mm-hmm. I should sell it. So I signed up to be a coach and I was it was $39.99. And then you had to have um, like a certain number of points per month, which is really dollars. So it was like 70 or $80 a month in sales. And um, I ended up advancing to diamond coach, which means I had three coaches under me. Ooh. And Ooh. I made about $25 per month, which I believe puts me in like the top 50% of ML- MLMers, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I actually got a paycheck. And, um, I but I was spending eighty dollars a month on Shakeology, and I bought the workout programs and different coaching products. Like, you know, there's like a website fee, and there's a blah blah blah, and there's like different fees for everything. And then through Beachbody, I met my friend and future sponsor Deb, and she <laughs> had signed up in 2011. Um, to be a rep with Miriam, a brand partner, as we were called. And she was like, she got like, she got her iPad the first month because that was one of the things. Like, if you got three people to sign up under you, you got an iPad. And if you got 10 Ooh. people to sign up under you, you got a car. Like, you get a, like a Jesus. $400 oh. a month for a car or something like that. And you also had to get the points per month. At that time, it was just one product. It was a night cream called Nerium AD, which was made with the extract from the Nerium oleander plant. In case you don't know, the oleander is poisonous. <laughs> but this yep. was an extract. And it was supposed to be really awesome for anti-aging. And so supposedly Jeff Olson, the head of Nerium, came across this company called Nerium Biosciences. And um, they made this product, Nerium AD. And so he got the, re- the exclusive rights to the process to nail down the extract. And it was like a similar to like, what is it? Young Living says that they have seed to seal. Uh. So they had like the, the, the patent for the entire process, like 
from the planting of the product to the processing of the product. It was the formula for a miracle night cream in quotes. And um, I actually used it. I loved it. It was great on my skin, but um, for some people it did cause a lot of problems. And so then Jeff Olson, he recruited his two top sellers because he had been at prepaid legal before. And this is exactly how the top sellers in every MLM work. Um, he, he, recruited Mark and Tammy Smith from prepaid legal and they're super good looking and they're like uber wealthy. And, um, he brought them in to be the top of the seller network, the top two people. And so in about, this is from, so since then the Smiths have sued Jeff Olson and Miriam and in or about September, 2011, Olson promised that they would each receive that Mark and Tammy Smith would each receive a 5% equity interest in Miriam international. They would own 10% of the company. They'd be named co-founders of Miriam international and it would pay the Smiths a combined 15% royalty forever on all back office subscription fees. And, um, uh, also, they were going to get a cut of something else in their, you know, all the downline stuff. So it's a big deal for them. And yeah. he, pri before they left prepaid legal, they told him that, um, you know, prepaid legal would sue because it was like all about law. It was, you know, like you'd have, have a lawyer on call. And so prepaid legal, uh, would sue anyone who left to join a competitor. So he said that because they were so valuable and um, uh, Miriam would take on those bills for the lawsuit. Um, and they didn't. And uh, he basically broke all the promises to them. They were able to, but they were able to generate over a hundred thousand dollars in sales in their first year of business. And what they did was send out emails to everyone in their downline at prepaid legal and say, Hey, I'm starting with this new company <laughs> message me for information. So they ended up getting humongous amounts of brand partners who were all the top sellers in all, all these other organizations, Mary Kay, Beachbody, because I talked to these people at the conferences and, and I would be like, <laughs> How did you build your organization? Because I was really trying. I was like busting my ass every month. And, yeah. and like making making maybe $30 while I was spending over $100 a month on products. Yeah. And that's not bad. That's not like, I mean, some people would, they would come out with like heavily discounted packs, like 12 packs of these $80 bottles for $500 and people would go out and buy like four or five 12 packs so oh, that they God. could sell them down the line. <clears throat> so, um, Olson, Jeff Olson, who represented to everyone, especially Mark and Tammy Smith, that he was like so nice. And he, you know, like <clears throat> he was supposed to be a super nice guy, but it turned out that he would like, 
lie about Mark and Tammy Smith behind their backs. This is all from their website. And um, they're super Christian, and he would say things about Christianity that they didn't appreciate. He would say that they didn't work hard, that no one liked Tammy, and no one wanted her to work at the company. (laughs) 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 That they had marriage problems, that um, (laughs) any mistakes the company made were because of them, not him. And... He also started crapping on the MLM industry. Okay. So he is a multi millionaire. He's like a, what, 10 millionaire or something like that, something ridiculous. So in 2014, Nuriam began to plan. I was in the company at that time uh, to expand into Canada and Mexico because Nuriam is a toxic. <laughs> Which I can't, you know like when you look back and you're like oh what the fuck <laughs> okay so the product had to be reformulated to not include nerium called optimera and to all of us brand partners which this was at the big conference that i was at it was better than the original product it had better results it had blah 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 and um this, let's see. The Smiths apparently before this right before this conference were told that the trials for the new product, Optimera, were not as good as the existing product. And but Olson went out on stage and he told all of us the new trials were better. The Smiths were upset and they didn't want to lie, but he was like, Screw you guys. And they ended up doing it anyway, spoiler alert. <laughs> because i specifically remember the two of them being out on stage and being like now our new product is even better than the last one yeah you know so in 2015 a lawsuit another lawsuit was filed by nerium skincare saying that jeff olson and nerium was in breach of an agreement and ownership agreement and it said that nerium was purchased less and less nerium ad of course as those products got reformulated and they suspected that he was also stealing and they asked to look at the books for nerium international they said that he had stashed more than 16 million dollars in offshore accounts this included shell companies and distributorships created at the top of the organization under his wife renee and his daughter's name amber uh, is right wife and daughter's names Amber and Renee, who were also employed by the company, um, disguised payments to pay for a California office that doesn't exist, three hundred forty-seven thousand dollars to a law firm called Stone and Bruce that was really given to Renee, his wife, almost three million dollars to Success Partners owned by Jeff Olson's friend, um. Jeff Olson's personal expenses and debts from when he was with a poker training network were paid for by the success partners, which then build Nerium. And success partners was the name of the company that produced success magazine, which we were all told that we should buy to give out, put our, put our information in success magazine and leave at doctor's offices and other public places so that people would pick them up and read them and then contact us because they would see what a good experience and opportunity it was. So, and all that definitely happened. All <laughs> of this. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, this all definitely happened. 
it all. <laughs> I have no doubt. So every time you signed up for Nerium, you got however much product you elected to buy, a copy of Success Magazine, a copy of The Slight Edge, which is a book about how, how to succeed in businesses and MLMs by Jeff Olson. Payment was via, uh, if you earned anything, which most people didn't, um, was via a debit card that had all kinds of fees assessed. We were encouraged to not only buy product, I talked about the discounted packs, but not to resell them on Amazon or eBay uh, because you needed to protect brand reputation and purity. And we were taught to recruit, recruit, recruit. And we were told always to drive home that the product sold itself. You weren't trying to recruit as you were recruiting. But if you did recruit, <laughs> you couldn't achieve your top goal of making all of the money. So Nurium also branded itself as a company that did really good stuff. And we, as brand partners, we did do a lot of good stuff. So Renee who turned out to be as corrupt as everyone, you know, headed up an initiative to donate to Big Brothers Big Sisters. Jeff um, bought Live Happy, which was a worldwide happiness initiative, but it turned out that was just another way it looks like just to, you know, launder money. Mm -hmm. All of us were encouraged to donate, and we did. The first day of the conference I was at led to tens of thousands of dollars in donations to Big Brothers Big Sisters. Over $1 million was donated by the brand partners in 2014. That's the thing. Like, even Lincoln remi- remarked about it. Because we, we went to St. Louis. We drove all night. We drove, a, we drove 24 hours to get to St. Louis, Missouri. Oh to God. get to this conference. And stay for two days and drive 24 hours back. Because oh. I was convinced. I was like, we're going to, you know, like these are great people. I know these people, these, you know, like the product is great. We both love it. We're, you know, this is how we're going to fix our problems, you know, like our money mm-hmm. problems. And, um, uh, and he was like talking to me when he came to pick me up. Cause he took the girls to the zoo for the day while I was in the conference. And he was like, he was like, did you notice that there's like what 8,000 people in this conference and um, there's like four smokers and he was like and everyone's so nice everyone all around Missouri all around St. Louis who has like a Miriam name tag on is so nice and and I was like I know that's like the best group of people in the world because <laughs> everyone was just like trying to make it you know right and um, so today because of the new all those lawsuits and everything. Nerium is rebranding itself as Neora. N-E-O-R-A. So as of February 1st, I believe, it'll be a totally new company with no earnings history, no, yeah. <laughs> n- none of the old baggage. So that's Nerium. And no Nerium in the products. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> And that's what they do, right? Like they they get into a lot of legal trouble, they rebrand themselves, call themselves something else, and move on. Right. All the time. So There's was, so many of them that do it. Yeah, I was looking at um I was looking to find an earnings statement. And I remember this earnings statement from when I was in. And it does feel like I was in a cult because honestly, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And, I was going to say, it sounds like a lot like Scientology. 
it does. <laughs> That's why I say to you guys, like, if the right cult came up to me and was like, hey, you want to save the world? I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so um, out of, this was in 2013. This was the only income or earning statement I could find. Income declaration for Nerium International. Uh, as of 2013, there were 75,000 brand partners. One of them was me. 68% of them were considered saving seekers. So just looking to save money on the products. Mm -hmm. And out of those 75,000, 4,200 had made $0 on their investment of at least $500. Uh, 11,000 had made under $1,000. (laughs) I was included there. (laughs) I was included there. The average was $370. So that doesn't even cost, that doesn't even cover the cost of the starter kit and, um, you know, the monthly cost of product, let's say. Mm -hmm. The next level was between $1,000 and $2,500. That was 4,259 people. They had made $1,600, probably still hadn't even made their money back. And five people had made over $500,000. And that two of those five were Mark and Tammy Smith. And apparently two of the other five were Renee Olson and Amber. Uh, I can't remember what she got married. Amber something. Amber Rourke. That was his daughter's name. Mm. So wow, yeah. And think about all the people down the line who have like ruined their like family and friendship relationships yeah. by like roping them into this, you know, right. pyramid scheme that's yeah. ruining oh, their yeah. lives. Totally. Yeah. I had people unfriend me on Facebook. I had people, you know, like <laughs> cats offended. And, <laughs> and you know what? I was like, well. Bye. See ya. Yeah. I'm busy being a boss babe over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's Nerium International. What a shit show. Mm-hmm. It's crazy once you get into all of the lawsuits. I don't know. Maybe two years ago, all these people who were in my upline, who I had met, and like some of these people had been in involved with Beachbody and had done really well so I like really tried to emulate what they had done um they all just all of a sudden they all just left Nerium at the same time and went over to other organizations like some people went to Jeunesse and some people went to other fitness ones some people went back to Beachbody but I remember like being like huh I wonder what's going on well, it turns out that Jeff Olson and Nerium itself was getting sued by everybody in the world. <laughs> yeah. Except me. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. were so, like, getting magazines or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually stopped. I stopped a few years ago. But, mm. and I was sad about it, you know, because, like, I had really, I was, like, I'd really bought into it. Mm-hmm. I really wanted it to work out. Because I, you know, I'd spent a lot of money and like, I just, I really liked the people I had met. I really liked the culture of it. Like, 
giving back and everyone was so happy. And I just really liked that. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it just doesn't, it's not set up to actually make anyone make money except for the people at the top. Right. They're not moving product like out to the population. They're moving their product to the downline and it's staying like within the company. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I had one customer (laughs) (laughs) for three months. You know who the other customers were? Me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'll just buy these bottles and I'll resell them. Right. Right. (laughs) I'll buy these bottles and sample them out to people. That's what I used to tell myself. And I did sample them out to people. And then no one bought them. Mm-hmm. And and because you've like taken on this like you know this idea that if you make it it's because you're good and you are you've you've done the work and so then when it was like time for me to get out I was like I can't I can't do this like I I tried so hard but there must be something wrong and you know mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to mm-hmm. get hard. I think I still have a bottle of the night cream or the day cream in my uh, bathroom cabinet. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's um, our esteemed president, Donald Trump, has been shilling for MLMs for years. Years. You know what? I think I found out the connection between him and Alex Jones. What is it? Like, you know how they're so close and they like love each other and stuff? Yeah. Longevity. No. Yeah. So Alex Jones pushes his vitamin line, right? On his InfoWars show. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he pushes longevity. Donald Trump pushes longevity. Michelle Van Etten, Donald Trump got her to come and speak to the Republicans um, at the, in Cleveland back in, in 2016. She is um, one of the higher ups for longevity. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Is that Alex Jones's um vitamin line? He I, no, he he has a vitamin line and then he sells longevity as well or he pushes it or like he he talks about oh. it a lot. Oh. Yeah. this is an MLM, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes it can be hard to tell unless you look at the website and down at the bottom if it says back office right but then you figure so trump had a company called the trump network yes which was nutrition based and he had the video phone yeah do you remember did you ever watch the the apprentice yeah the the acn or something yeah 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 epn or what yeah yeah so he had this he had this nutritional line that went bankrupt in 2012 or sold whatever whatever he wants to call it and then but now so it's just like looking at this this vitamin line vitamin starting with trump you've got longevity with um alex jones and this joel wallach and then (gasps) michelle van etten like they're all I yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, that's how they're all connected. No that's shit. Holy crap. 
Right. And there's also something like like Betsy DeVos, her husband is like the Amway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah her father in law yeah. was the head of Amway and he was the head of the um Chamber of Commerce. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Yeah. And it's remember when the circle jerk. That's yeah, and when the NAFTA deal started to remember when the NAFTA deal, when all of a sudden nobody wanted to have any dealings with with China, like yeah, no, we're not dealing with China anymore. Right around that same time was when China started coming down on MLMs. They were getting them out of the country. They're like, no more, no more, no more, no more. And then all of a sudden, the NAFTA deal is like, no. Oh my god! And now. MLMs are back in China and everybody's all happy again. Everyone loves China. What's yeah. Putin's take on MLMs? He doesn't he's not Putin up with them. <laughs> I was like, I gotta use that somewhere someday. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. That is so that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, when I was listening, because the dream does a really beautiful job of like weaving all of this together and how involved all the leadership was in the in the both parties, Republicans and Democrats, and like propping up uh MLMs and the leadership and like making sure that they're a successful business model and mm-hmm. um, when I was listening to it I had to like stop and like rewind the podcast a few times to listen and listen again yeah. and I was like the little guys at the bottom we never had a chance we never no. had a chance to make it I think about in my house right now I have Norwex cloths because of people's parties because I, I, you know, I wanted to support them. I'm like, I will come to your party and I will buy some $30 cloths. And then I have 31 bags in my, my house. I have a 31 purse. And you know, you know what? You know what? I, and sometimes I never think about it because I carry a 31 purse. But it's just because I, it, it, I spent a lot of money on it. But you have to justify I, this purchase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and because I do actually have a business that I run from home um, with a business license and I pay taxes on, um, when I tell people, when they say, oh, what do you do? I can't tell people I have a business from home anymore because I realize they do not ask you what it is. Oh. If you say I... Like, <laughs> Even yeah, my they kids don't teach you to <laughs> Even my kids' teacher, uh, we, were, we were filling out all the paperwork. I said, oh, I said, you don't have to worry about this. I work from home, so if I have to come pick them up, I can pick them up. And she was just like, oh, okay. And then walked away. And I'm like, oh, but no, I don't. I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. So you're like screaming at her <laughs> I 
lashes and give you a yoga lesson. (laughs) It's cool. I'm just standing on my hands. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, the, the thing is that the women and, and there are men too, I'm sure, but I only ever ran into women who are working working the businesses in quotes because that's what they tell you to do you work the business are working their asses off and they are really honestly just trying to make the best life for their kin i don't know i mean like personally i'm embarrassed but i don't want to shame anyone else for being a part of these because it's so attractive it is yeah and especially if it's a product that you love like you know like whatever i loved the skin cream. I loved Beachbody. Yeah. I like yeah. really believed in those two things. And, um, you know, I was happy to be a part of that, but yeah, yeah. it still was a losing game. Like yeah. every second of the day, there yeah. was no way to win. Do you want to, can we talk a little bit about this Donald Trump, the, the like deeper conspiracy theory? Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> okay. So I pulled up this post cause, uh, I, I'll share the link on the Facebook group. So this guy named Stephen Hoover, I think that he found it. Um, he says he was on the live uh, office of Congress, office of Congress library website, library of Congress, maybe website <laughs> <laughs> and came across a book written in 19 in 1893 entitled Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Then, so the book is about a boy named Baron Trump who found a secret portal and time traveled. So he time travels. Of course, we all know that Donald Trump has a son named Baron. Right. Um, And the boy in the book looks, I guess, like Baron Trump. It kind of looks like a pencil drawing of a weird looking boy. I know, I saw that picture, and it looks like, you know, it looks like a characterization of the freaking moon or something. I know, it has a pope hat. It has a pope hat on. And a weird Illuminati dress. So, so in the book, he had a mentor that he looked up named Don. And then the, the book takes place in Russia, and Melania, you know, the mom is from slovenia which is not really the same place so that doesn't really work but you know whatever we'll go forward and because um, <laughs> you know when it, when it's a conspiracy theory you have to make leaps so that's right, right. Leap. <laughs> and in 1896 the same author wrote a sequel to the book that and he called it the last president mm-hmm. the last president mm-hmm. i'm not opposed to that so the book is about a wealthy man who lived in New York on Fifth Avenue who ran for president but wasn't expected to win. <sighs> Trump lived, uh, Trump Towers on Fifth Avenue, New York, mm-hmm. and he wasn't expected to win. And mm-hmm. when he started to, when he won in the book, everybody started rioting, protesting. And after his inauguration, he started signing executive orders. And after the inauguration, he started picking people for his cabinet in this book, written over 124 years ago. Guess who was one of the people? Lafayette Pence. <laughs> oh. Same thing. <laughs> Pence. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just kidding. Satan would never hurt people like this. <laughs> no, <it's true. laughs> he just wanted to be light. That's all. Pence doesn't care. <laughs> okay, so Pence. So then we've talked about this before, but in case you haven't, if in case you're newer and you haven't heard this, the Time Travelers episode, which you really should go back and listen to, um, Nikola Tesla died from a blood clot. And before his death, he said that he had built a time machine and used it to travel back in time and into the future. And But after he died, the U.S. government took all of his inventions and notes. And the name of the office that seized all of his work was the Office of Alien Property, which we knew about. We talked about this a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And after they looked through it, they passed it to the FBI. Hang on, my iPad's angry at me. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) it's a real government office. And um, they hired an outside engineer who could understand Tesla's work. And this guy's name was John G. Trump, who was Trump's grandfather. Mm -hmm. And after he studied the notes, he said he couldn't find anything he could use but then what do you know his grandson is here shilling mlms and now he's the president (laughs) (laughs) and now this says also that donald trump's mother's name is mary and his father's middle name is christ and he was born i know of a total lunar eclipse (laughs) (laughs) does that make trump the antichrist And then did you hear today he walked out of a meeting so that he could, because they were talking about insurance or something like that, and he was bored, so he walked out and wandered out, were the words in the newspaper, that he wandered out of a meeting and started staring at a TV. (laughs) What is he, my (laughs) four-year-old? So that is the, I was reading that, and and at first I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is kind of fun, this then they were like, and then the grandfather was John G. Trump. And I was like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. This is real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully everyone stays safe and healthy. Right. Because we've got more mysteries to solve next week. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Join us next week when we're at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where will we will still be talking about some shit. <laughs> yes. Live live episode from the White House next week. Oh my God. <laughs>